Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. I am your beautiful host, Judy Gold, and this is part two of my interview with the simply wonderful and lovely Corey Forrester, who I just adore. I adore this guy. So I hope you you enjoy part two. I loved talking to him. Uh, also, I just want to let you know if you are living in the Indianapolis area, I will be at Feinstein's at the Carmichael Hotel this coming Saturday, January 15th. It's a small room. It's going to be a great show. And um, if you live in the area, come and laugh. But enjoy my interview with my new best friend, Corey Forrester. You lived in New York for a year. You yeah. lived on. You had no money. You lived on credit cards. When yeah. that when that shit ran out, uh, you went back home, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you know John? Uh, you know John Reap, the comedian. Yeah. So Reap was he is still obviously a buddy of mine, but I did a lot of shows with him in the South. 
And when I was about to move to New York, I remember telling him, man, we were very, very drunk. We were, I think we were at the punchline in Atlanta, like right before it, it's, they switched rooms. And, right. were, and, and I told him, I was like, buddy, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to afford it in New York though. Like, man, I, I can barely afford to live here. And he's drunk and shit. And he goes, dude, listen, I've been telling you your whole career. You're going to fucking make it. All right. You're going to be so he goes, just do, just do what I did. Just fucking get a bunch of credit cards and just live your goddamn life. Right. He goes, that's what I did. And then I got the Hemi commercial and then I paid them motherfuckers off and I was fine. So I listened to him. Right. I go up there. I do all that shit. I run up all this fucking debt. Where'd well, you then, live? I lived first in Bushwick. And then, I'll, then uh, I almost stepped on my roommate's heroin needle, and I was like, maybe not. And so I got out of there, and, I, and then I moved to Forest Hills, Queens. And Queens was definitely more my speed because right. it's, like, super working class. Like, I yeah. had to convince all these dudes in Woodside that they were rednecks, and it blew their fucking minds. Right. Like, they were like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah. I remember telling this one guy, he's like, I, like the only literally only difference between you and my uncle is that he has a truck. And this guy's like, I'd love a fucking truck. And I was like, see, yeah. my uncle's better than you. Uh, and so, uh, 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 what was I saying? Yeah. Yeah. Li li lived in, lived in Queens and, uh, what the fuck was I just talking about? No, just that you, you came because of your friend, Joe yeah. was saying you're going to make it. Oh yeah. John yeah, Reed, yeah. John Reed, tell me John, I'm making it. So John, I run up, sorry, John, Joe, John, yeah. John. I run up all this credit card debt and then I'm like, holy shit, I'm way over my head. Get back home. Career's still not going good. And then all of a sudden my buddy, Trey Crowder goes viral. Our comedy tour starts selling tickets. We get a book deal and I use the book deal money. To, to pay, pay off, my off credit all card. your credit cards. And so fast forward, like a year later, I'm just hanging out with, with Reap and he's congratulating me on all my newfound success. And I go, yeah, man, honestly, like, I don't know if I could have done it a lot without your encouraging words. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I go, well, man, remember I was telling you I couldn't uh, afford to live in New York, so I should just get a bunch of credit cards, rack up debt, and then I'd pay them off a lot. I did. I ended up paying off my book. And he goes, I fucking said that to you. Jesus fucking Christ, you <laughs> listen to me? He doesn't oh remember God. saying that, but I that's like great. That's that was great. My, that you, that, yeah. yeah, that was my. If you're not first, your last Ricky Bobby moment. That, right. You know, yeah. So you did. The, the, you guys wrote the Liberal Redneck Manifesto, correct? Yep. Um, and it was just the three of you. Yep. Yeah, it was me, Trey Crowder, and Drew Morgan, the Well Read Comedy Tour. Yeah. Um, Well Read. Yeah. That's R E D, people. Yeah, Well Read. It's, it's a pun. The, it's such a fucking great name. Thank you. It's I'm really, always worried now that some people might see it and go, oh, that means like red state conservative. And I was like, oh, fuck, we didn't think of that. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking it's well read because you're from a red area. Yeah, we, we just meant rednecks. Oh, OK. Well, I like uh, hey, that. see, it works either way. But, yeah, good. I love it. You're like the opposite of uh, um, Foxworthy in a way. Yeah, we get told that a lot. And some and like when you're a comedian, so when you say it, I take it great. But some people say it. And I'm like, yes, that's true. But you need to understand, like, we still uh, love those guys and they're funny. So I don't want to be the opposite of them. Like, uh, right. Funny it's just a different. Yeah, it's, it's a, a different, different, it's the different side of the coin. Right. Because yeah. like there are a lot of people that for some reason are like, oh, I bet you don't like those guys. I'm like, are you fucking kidding I love me? They're, those guys. They were huge inspirations to me like that. Right. Like when we started our tour, like the reason that we all like at the when we first started doing that, we all came out together and like told a story and sat on stools. Like we're just copying those motherfuckers. Right. Like I'll tell you straight up. We're doing that. Those guys right. are the best. So, you, you know, you're getting a lot. You're getting popular. You're and you go on the Internet. And there's more, but you end up what we I mean, where I saw you first was this insurrection rant mm, that you yeah. did. And I couldn't believe. That this guy who looks and talks like you <laughs> was saying this shit. And yeah. 
in with the same amount of venom that I say it. You know what I mean? And I wondered, do people listen to him more because he's a white male with a southern accent? Absolutely. It dude, absolutely. Like I make make no bones about it. Like I do feel like I'm because like in that video was not a comedy video. That was literally me just being fed up. And it was I felt like I was like, I have to say something because this Marjorie Taylor Green person is in my district. And I, it's just I, I have a responsibility right now, which it's really me thinking so highly of myself that I shouldn't. But I was like, I I've always, you know, some of my, my parents and a bunch of my buddies have been like, why do you feel like you have to be so political? Like you can do comedy without politics. You used to. And I go, I agree with you. It's just that. And maybe this is wrong. Maybe it's right. I don't know. As a white Southern man with this accent, I know how I'm perceived and therefore it is always my gut reaction to immediately enter every situation by going just so everybody knows, not me. You know what I mean? And maybe, and I hope one day I don't feel that way anymore. But right now, I I totally well, feel it's, like- Well, it's, you know, like these people, and I hear that too. Why do you have to talk about politics? Why do you have right. to po- talk about to- politics? And it's like, it's from usually white men, I have yeah. to say. Because you don't live in the world, same world I live in. Right, for you sure. Know? They they don't they're not lesbians. Right. They're not, you know, gay in the LGBTQ plus community. They're not women. So yeah. So this stuff makes me fucking crazy. Yeah. It makes me crazy. And if I had not been a white Southern man with that accent and my shirt off in that video, it would not have gotten as many views as it did. It was because I sound like I do. And that was confusing to people. You know what I mean? Like if I just had a very mid-Atlantic accent, everybody'd be like, yeah, okay. Guy's mad about the insurrection. Right, he's like a white liberal, yeah, you know, yeah. elitist. Okay, makes yeah. sense. But because it was so confusing to a lot of people, um, I mean, you know, that's how Trey popped. He, he made a video. Yeah. He has his accent, and he was talking about the transgender bathroom laws, and people were like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Like, right. there were plenty of people saying stuff about it, but because he had this accent, and that goes completely against everyone's preconceived notions of what we should be, like, you know, I've never been confused as to why sometimes people were like, let's listen to this guy. Right. But I'm sure people have said shit in front of you thinking you're the complete opposite person of who you are. All the time. And what does that do to you? Like, does that make you think you motherfucker? Uh We wrote a sketch about it for Comedy Central called Accent Problems. And it was because of the we noticed this wild phenomenon. It first started when we were in Boston, how when we'd be at a, a bar after a show or something like that. And dudes from Boston would hear our accents. They would immediately tell us a racist joke. It's because they would be like, oh, you right. guys are going to fucking love this right, one. Right, right. So we wrote, a, we wrote a sketch based on that. And like, yeah, it happened. Like people constantly, they're so open. Like like uh, my, my, my new bug man came over the house not too long ago. Uh, I had my old bug man retired. So my new bug man's here to spray my house. And I'm talking to him and say, all right, guy, you know, uh, kind of a redneck feller. He lived in uh, England for a couple years, though. So I'm like, man, this, is, this guy's my speed, dude. This guy's awesome. Well, as we're leaving, he was like, oh, I heard you're a comedian. I'm like, yeah, he goes. How's things been lately with this whole pandemic? And I was like, hey, you know, I was doing uh, Zoom shows for a while, but we're kind of back out there. Like, it's it's still a little rough, but we're going to make it. And, like, we've had this great one-hour experience. And as he's walking out, he turns around and he goes, yeah, to what in fucking for communist Biden, am I right? And then just, like, walks out the door. And I was like, we were so close. But oh it's like he, he felt like he, because of my accent, he's just like, yes, this. there's no way this guy doesn't believe the same thing that I right, believe. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And uh, I think it's gone the opposite for me, too, where like there's a lot of people who wouldn't ever open up to me because they 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 assume I think those ways like my, like maybe more liberal friends in California. They're kind of like trepidatious 
right. at first. Like when they, when I was in California, I, sometimes I feel like I can feel people looking at me like, is this an insurrectionist? Cause I mean, I look like I haven't changed the way I dress. Right, like right. I wear trucker hats. Like, I get it. And they'll hear me talk. And I, I, and it's it, in those moments, I I almost want to just be like, voted for Obama twice. How y'all doing? Good to see you. Yeah. Good right. to see you. Just going to be hanging out. So like, and you know, I get it, but yeah, it does. It makes me, it makes me upset. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't act like you don't have, like, I can't like act like a black man or a Jewish woman or a gay person doesn't have valid concerns to hear my accent and think maybe I'm not safe here because they don't live in the same world that I do. They don't get to just go, fuck it. I'm going to be a trusting person. You know what I mean? Whereas I do, I get to do that. I get to right. decide to trust everybody because I'm playing the game of life in fucking easy mode, dude. My ammo is unlimited. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, where do you, first of all, it made me think while you were talking, you know, being a person of color, you know, you're talking about the way people react when they see you or hear your voice mm -hmm. um, and what comes to their mind and, and what they, oh, this guy thinks like this, this guy, yeah. and, you know, you think of people of color who walk into a fucking store yeah. or walk into a subway or walk anywhere and that automatically just because of the way they look, they don't yeah. even open their mouth yet. That, that those assumptions yeah. um, are there. Like you have it, but it's like, you can dispel them, you know? Right. I can dispel them in like, the, the, the one difference is, is that, yes, I know uh, how people feel about a white Southern man's accent, and there's a lot of preconceived notions about that. However, none of those preconceived notions have ever gotten me shot by a cop while unarmed. Right. Right. So they're definitely the better ones to have, right. you know, and uh, I like at a certain point, like, obviously, I, I hate prejudice, but like there are certain things where it's like, yes, but I don't know, just be safe anyways. Like Roy Wood Jr. used to have this great bit about how he doesn't want the, he's like, I'm, I, I, I'm going to butcher it. But he's like, I, I might be the only black guy that doesn't want the rebel flag to go away because that helps me know what gas station not to stop at. Right, when right, I'm right, right, right. <laughs> and shit like that. Cause it's like, yeah, there are certain flags that every now and then we can't just constantly walk around just going like, no, nope, well, no, I, no generalization right. is real. <laughs> right. It's just like, that's why free speech is so important. Yeah. And you need to know who the fuck hates you. You need, you know, for sure. Um, where do you think you got, your progressive politics from as you've been out in the world of comedy and out of Chickamauga, have they grown? Have they changed? Without question. I mean, I'm ashamed of things I believe two years ago, you know, uh, I, I, it been now two years ago, me wasn't a bad person. He just wasn't, he didn't realize that he thought some dumb shit. Um, you know, cause like I, I'm just constantly growing, especially being indoctrinated in a place like this and not, what, what it was for me, and a lot of, so many people think like, oh, yeah, they won't even let you be an a entertainer, anyone in Hollywood, unless you're liberal. And why is it that everybody that's, well, to me, it's always like, sometimes it happens because here's why it happens. It's not like you go there and they go, all right, by the way, if you're going to do this as a job, you've got to be a Democrat or liberal. What it is, is that when I started doing comedy, I started meeting all sorts of different types of people who were doing comedy before then. I had had a very exclusive white people experiences. And then when I start doing comedy, I'm opening up for drag shows. You know, I'm meeting uh, lesbians, gay people, you know, like these headliners that come through that are all different types of people, more, more black people with uh, Republican black people, Democrat, black, all different walks of life. And you just start talking to everybody and you go, oh, wow. Like I've had one 
singular experience my whole life. I don't know shit. And, right. and like, it is, I, I understand why these people feel this way and I should feel this way too. And the reason that I didn't know that things were as bad as they are is because they weren't for me. And now that I'm hearing it from them, right, I can, right, exactly. And being, and being around more vocal women, you know, and realizing how I didn't realize how fucking sexist I was and still probably am a lot inherently that I, right. that I work on that you don't know. It's things that's not, I'm like, oh shit, I can't believe I, that was just a knee jerk thing to right, think. Right, right, right. You know, like I obviously don't believe that. Like right. I, now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't believe it, but fuck, I definitely did for a second. You know what I mean? Like, because that's just how I was raised. So like, it's a constant battle. Like, I, I well, it's like your brain. It's like an yeah. automatic response. You go, oh, oh, oh no, 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 yeah. no. It's yeah. like, like I know, and we're going to discuss this in a little while, that you suffer from anxiety and depression, as mm -hmm. do I. And, you know, with all my cognitive behavioral therapy, you know, those, um, I know today I saw you had a shit day. Yeah. And um, I have those days all, and I saw that and I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk to him because I, last week I had one of those shit, you wake up and it's just shit. And you're mm -hmm. like, okay, tomorrow it's probably not going to be shit. Yesterday it wasn't really shit. But today's shit, I got to get through today. Fuck, I, you know. And I said to Elisa, my lover, um, you know, <laughs> she came over and we, you know, we were having dinner. And I was like, I'm ha it's really bad. I'm bad today. I'm, I'm yeah. having a really bad, horrible day. And she was like, okay, you know, I mean, she's been through these major depressions with me, but, yeah. um, you know, it's so, you got to fucking say it. You got to yeah, yeah. fucking say it. And so those thoughts come in your head, like you were saying, like, I think this. And then I go, wait, what? You know, and that's cognitive behavioral therapy where you're like, the, the thought comes in and you have to analyze. Is that fear? Is that, is that even a real thought or is that shit I'm making up? Yeah. Is that something? Every yeah. day it happens. And, like, and I'm, you're I'm just like, oh, go the fuck, get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah. Like I had somebody not long ago uh, comment on something that I did and they were like, it was a video. I don't know what video it was. I made, but they were like, by the way, I just want to let everybody know that I went to high school with Corey. And oh this yeah. Is, and this is not what he was like. And I was like, I know that's by the way, a good thing. Right. I, of course I wasn't like this in high school. And like, I've never claimed, like I, I'm saying if, if nobody's ever heard me say it, I'm saying it right now. I have never claimed that I have been a blemish free a great person my whole life. I haven't. Again, two years ago, I probably thought and said some shit that now I'd be like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, are right. you serious? It's a, we evolve. We, we evolve. evolve. We evolve. And I do think that, like, in that, we, we know, like, allow people to fucking grow. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, like, also understand. Because, like, I think some people need to hear that. Like, I've, I've probably got buddies who are just like, yeah, I mean, I try to be a good guy. But then, like, if I slip up and I don't know the new thing that everybody's mad about, then, like, the people are going to like cancel me and blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I, first off, you're, you're an electrician, which is a great job, but you're not in fear of being canceled. People have right. to subscribe to something. <laughs> or, uh, but secondly, like I feel for that guy because like, he does feel like people go, you're not allowed to have ever made a mistake. And you're not, a, you're not allowed. You can't change. You know what I'm saying? And that gets in this person's head. And I just want to say, like, yes, you can. Like I fucking change all the time. I'm just now getting to a place where I'm like, when when something like that happens, I can go. It's okay, Corey. You don't think that anymore. It's right, okay. Right, like right. like just fucking forgive yourself, dude. Like right. you grew up in a place where nobody we didn't know 
the only thing you can do is get fucking better. You cannot change. Right. And re, yeah. Yeah. If you like, my God, can you imagine thinking to yourself, I'm the exact same as I was in high school and being fucking proud of that? That is insane to me. Right. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. Why does it say you went to Georgia Northwest Technical College? Because I, I did for like a semester. Oh, and you yeah. didn't, and Eastern Asian Studies, East Asian Studies. At Holy Minnesota. shit. Does that say that on my Facebook? Uh, yeah, I found it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I, fir- when I first got a Facebook because I didn't go to college and like you had to go to college or something. I just faked that. I went. Oh my God. That's so funny. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I hadn't thought about that in years. Cause I don't, I haven't looked at Facebook in like eight years or something. Oh, that's funny. Okay. You, um, there was a, uh, venue near where you grew up, uh, that decided to ban gay weddings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you went online and said that you would officiate gay weddings for free Mm -hmm. in your backyard. Yes. And what I'm glad that you said the the phrase for free, because that is absolutely what I said. And I had people all in the comments going, he's only doing this for money. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, it was. And I, I didn't name the business at the time. And I won't now just because I like. I know some of the kids of the family that owns it and I don't want an online, like I don't want people to go attack people. Like I'm just not about that. 
Well, someone but, else could do that. You know, the people that were banned could probably do that. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, for sure. And my real thought process on it was like, man, if this is a lesbian couple in the area where I live, there is a decent chance that they know me and might see this and maybe I can help them. Uh, that ended up maybe not being the case, but I did marry a couple at my house. You did? Um, I did, yeah. It was an older couple. Um, they were like, I was like 85 and 88 or something. Oh my God, how long had they been together? Like, like for... 30 something years. And, wow. and one of them was about to go into hospice and it was like, it, she was about to die, but their, her last thing that she, she wanted to make it legal and real before. And it, I mean, it was a rough, it was, it was so sweet and it was a rough day, but, but it was a rough day because like, I mean, she was in very poor health, but we got through it and it was a, a beautiful thing. Um, and it was just, in, I was, and I remember thinking the whole time, I was like, I can't believe that I'm having, I'm doing, I'm the one having to do this just because like, this is such a whole thing around here. And, uh, and yeah, that's just, I, I don't know. That's, that's insane to me. Now I, 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 most people that I run with though, like where I'm from, we're like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like just let people get married. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know, right. like, like for real, you know, my mom, like my mom was always like, I remember when I was growing up, like anytime anybody would say anything about like the church and the gays, my mom would be like, I just don't understand. Like what, right. what is anybody hurting you? And, uh, and my mom's like, do y'all not watch Will and Grace? It is hilarious. How could you feel this way? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what those TV shows. That's why representation on television is it, so important. That, that might sound silly to a lot of people, but that is true. That oh, really is true. Absolutely. Because, because that like, show, yeah, totally really, help people. Like, anybody who doesn't think that Will and Grace made a difference, it actually 100% did. Oh, well, for me growing up, the Jeffersons. Like, oh, this was yeah. the first... Yeah. You know, really wealthy uh, um, black family on television, yeah. you know? Well, to a way less degree, uh, because I'm not an oppressed people, but I wouldn't have known that stand up comedy was an option for me had I not seen Jeff Foxworth. Right. Because I'm not kidding. When we were kids, I thought that stand up comedians were like made in a factory in Los Angeles and New York because everybody on The Tonight Show. Or was from or, was, was from, from or Los Angeles, yeah. and they didn't sound like me. And I was like, "Oh, well, I can't be that." And then I see this guy Jeff Foxworth, and I'm like, "Holy shit, I can be that!" So, like again, that's way different than a, a Jewish person. Or yeah, black seeing yourself, but I, but yeah. I, yeah, but I, I totally can go. Yes, I understand that. You know, you live. You decided to go back to where you grew up and live there, mm -hmm. knowing that. And I was in Atlanta this summer shooting a Showtime series. And it's fucking freaky. You drive in Atlanta, you get off the highway, there's nothing. Yeah. And you make a left turn, and all of a sudden, there's all these sound stages. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it's lunacy. But I think they're gonna build up those areas, don't you? Around Yeah, them? I, I would I would hope so. I would hope that the the booming industry surrounding it will beget uh better areas and hell i don't know but I, all i know is that we had one shooting day and they were having torrential rain tornado mm -hmm. warning whatever and we couldn't shoot that day because you can fucking hear it on the soundstage that's oh, how yeah. bad the weather fucking is down there but so you decided to move back and yes you can basically live anywhere and be in show business at this point yeah. I mean, it was, it ended oh. up being the right move to me. I was right. only like, we, when we, when the Will Red tour was like really super hot and heavy pre pandemic, like we were on the road 45 weeks a year at least. Right. And when we weren't touring, like we were working on their projects. And I was like, 
what would be the difference in like anytime I'm home, I'm like, I'm not doing shit. So why would I live in LA to not do shit? Why would I just live at my, in my hometown where right, it's cheaper? Right, right. And like, if I'm on the road that much, the place that I want to be when I'm not on the road is a place where I can run over and see my mama and my best friends and my right. niece. Like it just makes more sense to me. You know, I don't know what the future of my career is, is going to be. Cause right. It, it also means like, there's not a, like, not as many opportunities to get up here, you know, stand up. Right, 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 right. So I keep thinking like, man, I want to take more time off from the road, but if that's the case, then I can't really live here. Cause I need to be in a place where when I'm taking time off the road, I can be doing stand up every night. So right, I right. look at, but, but, but I don't look at LA and New York really anymore. I look at like Nashville and Atlanta and right, like, right. Cause th- because like, I'm just so in love with my niece and my, you know, my mom is my best friend. And so like, I'm always like, how can I still be within two hours, you know, to where like, if, mom or my niece was to call me at nine o'clock in the morning, we could still have lunch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just no, I me. Know. That's why I feel lucky. Elisa's like, let's move to the suburbs. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I just, you know, I go out. I went out Saturday. I made a, I made a lasagna. I put it in the oven. I went and did a set. I came home, you know? That's amazing. And yeah. ate it. So um, do you get any pushback from people you know, I get a lot of anti-Semitic hate mail. I, I mean, I do yeah. get, um, I do get like not as much lezzy. I mean, I get called trans all the time, and really, and Jesus. I, yeah, and I'm like, is that supposed to be an insult? Like, right. there's nothing wrong with being trans. Like, right, right. Um, I get a lot of anti-Semitic. That's exactly where they go every time. Anytime I say sure. something anti-Trump or anti, you know, whatever. Do you get hate mail? Yeah, for sure. I've I've stopped checking the other folder, you know, right. like on Twitter and stuff, because that's where it all is. And like, it's been it's not been as bad as of late because I haven't really. I Well, I'm on tour now. And so I'm not kind of like during the pandemic, I was all over Twitter. I was making video every day because right. I, didn't, I fucking didn't have anything else to do. Right. Uh, you, you know, needed, uh, and, you needed a release. Yeah. Yeah. And I also kind of had to reinvent myself because we weren't on before right. the pandemic. I'd never really made a fucking video for the Internet. And then right. I was sitting there. I was like, I ain't got shit to do. And I invented the buttercream dream character. And then here we go. But yeah, I would get uh, when that especially the insurrectionist video. Oh, dude, it was bad because those people are hardcore. Like I had, you know, messages from people that were just like, I'm going to kill your wife. I ever see you yeah, out, I'm yeah. gonna fucking kill you and blah, 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 blah. And I just had to stop looking at it. Cause I'm just like, well, look, man, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't know what to tell you, but right. people be over everything, man. Like literally I'd find that people just, that people are haters and I'm just, you know, having to like, let it go. But like, it don't even have to be political. Like I'll put up a video uh, uh, talking about my anxiety or depression, which right. I've, I've just gotten so many messages from people telling me that it helps that I'm never going to stop doing it. Even though like yeah, it, sometimes it's uh, hard on me to do. Being vulnerable like that is very, is pretty difficult, you know. Well, I guess it's really bad, especially yeah. for a comic because yeah, it's such our coping mechanism. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and like I'm like I know that some people are just like they think that if I put something out and it's not funny, they're like I don't understand. Or I thought you were a comedian. Why are you talking? I'm like, oh, well, shut fucking- the fuck up. What do you do? You've never yeah. fucking you know had to erase yeah. something. You goddamn fuckhead yeah. piece of yeah. shit. Exactly. But I'll get I'll get messages and stuff like. Uh, it uh, fuck you for you're only making these depression videos so people will feel sad for you or you're only doing this to make oh people think God, you're a good so person. And I'm just like, whatever, dude. But like, yeah, the you can't listen to that shit. I try not to. But the hate like the the politics stuff, I just I just tune it out now because like too many times I would see somebody, you know, call me, you know, gay. It's always gay slurs with me, too. Yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, you, you fucking queer you this blah, yeah. blah, blah. You, you've lived hard cuck boy. I bet your wife fucks your ass. And I'm like, she wishes. 
And then, <laughs> and so, uh, so I've, I've learned now, like I, I see those dudes do that. And then I click on their profile and it, after two scrolls, I realize who they are. And I go, you know what? Good that this guy hates me. Fucking hell right. yeah. Like, I don't want, like, I, I would be, I would be ashamed if this guy found me entertaining because this guy right. fucking sucks. So right. that's really helped me get through that. Um, but I've, I was never really much of a political guy. I always talked about issues. Like, I always wanted to be someone who talked about issues on stage, like not early on. But once I started finding my voice, like the first joke I ever wrote that was like that I knew was really good. And it was the first joke I ever wrote that ended up being a 10 minute joke was about. And this is how uh, this is how long ago that bill was. It was it was the don't ask, don't tell policy. And that was uh -huh. still a that was still a policy, you know, like that was still a thing. Um, and I've always but 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 it was always like. It was never Democrat, Republican, yada, yada, yada. Only during the pandemic and during Trump and during this whole, like, I really need to let people know that just because I have this accent doesn't mean I believe this, that, that I even started being more vocal about politics and thus started getting pretty scary hate from some people. Yeah, it's crazy. The, yeah. You once said something uh, on a podcast that I listened to. Oh my God, it was so good. And I was like, this is so fucking. And you really do your research, don't you? I do it, baby. You said, uh, where the fuck? Not every Trump supporter uh, is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and don't say, don't say stupid when you mean right. bad. Yeah. And they're just, they're just bad people. Yeah. yeah. And that, that is, and it's so funny because you think if you're smart, that you can't be, I mean, there are evil smart people. Like For sure. but, a lot of them, most of them. Right. But it's you like, know? also like, don't you see around you, you fucking piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't help anybody to just be like, oh yeah, everybody that's a Trump supporter is stupid. I'm like, that's how they keep winning. You underestimate them. Right. Like, like that's just not true. That is just insanely not true. They're like, oh yeah, all these dumb rednecks voted for Trump. And it's like, bro, look at the stats. Every group of white people voted for Trump. Right. You Women. Yeah, women. Have you ever been to Orange County, California? Yeah, Not fucking rednecks. They all voted for Trump. A lot of fucking really smart Manhattan people voted for Trump. I mean, yes, uh, the loudest, dumbest of them all are the ones you look at. I get it. We sound funnier. I'll never deny that. But like, there's just that. It's just to say they're all stupid is insane. It's just and it doesn't help anybody. Right. Were you are you also surprised on the other side of the coin that there are so many? Dip who sound liberals? like no who sound like <laughs> well yeah duh but, but there's so many people who sound like you who agree with you yeah like yeah, that's it, the other it was, thing it was they great. probably come out of the closet like oh my they god do. yeah they do they do and like you know it was like when we first started doing this we have people come up to us all the time they're like you know we're like unicorns and, and we'll go look around we're we're literally like we're we're at we just sold out Austin City Limits. Look at everybody around you. These are all people from the South who feel the same way as, as you do. But like we didn't believe that shit either. But then now that you look back on it, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Logically, Trump, like when Trump wins Tennessee, he wins it 55 45. He doesn't win it 99 to one. Right, right, right. That 45 percent is millions of people. Right, right. Not two or three dudes that are right. into improv. It's, you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes, that's yes. millions of people. So like, statistically, I've been insane my whole life too. Like, oh, of course we're not all like right. that. Hey everyone, you know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of liquid IV. Because I love liquid IV. 
liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it. And so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And you know, it's getting warmer out. And what does that mean? Summer. Oh God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them. And they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. I read this article today. It made me think of you about, uh, it was an opinion piece and it said that Biden, you know, because Trump had COVID during the, mm-hmm. um, and he pr- he gave it to everyone, obviously. Yeah, for he sure. Gave, he gave at the Amy Cunty Barrett thing, <laughs> you know, he gave it to, he knew he had it then, whatever. So he's at the debate with with Biden And, you know, some people are saying, well, of course, he was probably hoping he would give it to him so he would die. Right, right. Um, But a a, a newscaster asked a newscaster, a fucking journalist. (laughs) What the fuck? A journalist uh, at a press thing asked Biden, what do you think of the president having COVID during, you know, Trump, not the Mm. president, fucking piece of shit, having COVID during your debate? And he said, I don't think about the former president yeah. and this article. And I kind of wanted to discuss it with you. I kind of made he, he, this person said he could have said something other than being above the fray for sure. Said, this is a, an example of what kind of person he is. Right. So I wasn't surprised to hear that because, right. you know, and I think that that, I kind of agree we, that the us liberals or, yeah. and I'm not, the, I'm pretty lefty, especially social stuff, but you know, there's some things I'm center. Um, I'm really lefty on everything, but I just, I still hate us the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah same. And yeah. I, and I do believe that Israel has a right to exist and right, is right, a democracy, right. but you know, but whatever. 
And I do believe in a two-state solution. But anyway, sure. but I do love Israel. Anyway, but, you know, I feel like we, like it's you and it's me. Like they need us to to write for them or say, look, yeah. stop this fucking, well, I don't really care. I'm, You know, because we're eating ourselves. Liberals and Democrats, all they want is mic drop moments that don't do a goddamn thing right, for anybody. Right, they right. don't do shit. Uh, I, and, and that was a, that was a great thing for everyone to share and be like, oh, look at Biden bodied Trump. And it's like, but nobody gives a shit and it doesn't help anything. Uh, I, I do this character called gerrymander. Oh, a- I know. <laughs> and I had a joke about that when you did gerrymander, I was like, oh, my God, because a couple of years ago I was performing in Provincetown. And I said, listen, I'm if I ever become a drag king, my name is going to be gerrymander. Yeah, <laughs> and then I saw you doing it, and I said, "Oh my God, I love him." Okay, <laughs> but I so I do that, and it's a, it's a it's a satire of uh, a Republican congressman, and it's his ad videos, and then so right. of course I get it's so good a, a lot of comments from people who are like, "Okay, great job," but like, I bet you won't do one for Democrats, and I'm like, "Well, you know, first off, plenty of people with my accent make fun of Democrats all the time. That is why I don't do it because it's not really original. Uh, right. I do a different thing. But if I had to make a fake campaign video making fun of Democrats, what it would be would be 30 seconds of me saying all these tremendous, great things that I believe. And then at the end going, now I'm not actually going to do any of that, right, shit, right, but right, I do right. believe it, but I believe it right. in my believe hole down here in my believies. Um, right. And that shit makes me mad. And that's like with that Biden thing, it's like, we we just want to look like we're doing the right thing. And then at the end of the day, be like, I don't know, we can't really upset anybody. I know we don't fucking, like, they don't give a shit. They're winning. No. They're, they're, yeah, we're huge pussies. I mean, again, yeah. I've, I, this I know. Is how, how I vote and what I like are two different things. Like, I, I believe, know. I believe all the same things, but that, but I'm not going to ever sit there and just and be like, yeah, liberals and Democrats are great. We're going to save the world. Fuck we are. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I mean, that's why that Al Franken, that thing pissed me the fuck off. Yeah, anyway. I know. We're, do, you, do you talk about eating ourselves? Oh Jesus my God. He was Christ. a great, great senator. President. Yes. He could be president, but because he knows who he is and he's a good guy, he was like, right. I got to fucking go. Right. Like, if he was well, only a, call, if he was yeah. a Republican, he'd he'd be president right now. When is Marjorie fucking Taylor fucking cunt at? I fucking hate her. I, yes. She is so disgusting and dumb. She's so fucking dumb. And that Lauren Boebert, they're all fucking stupid. Madison, whatever the fuck. Call Thorne, the dude in the wheelchair that beats yeah. the shit out of trees. Fuck, fuck you, you dumb shits. <laughs> I hate you. Like, over, and they have no class, zero class. No, they Read don't. A fucking book. You know nothing. You know no. nothing. Do you think Stacey Abrams is going to win? I mean, I hope. Uh, you know, like I think George- she won last time. Yeah, Georgia has been such a Georgia's been such a roller coaster of emotions because like I'm still getting a lot of people say, Oh, you I can't believe you still live in that state. And I'm like, okay, well, literally a year and a half ago, you were jacking us off for saving the election. So like I yeah, kind of want you need you kind of need you to shut the fuck up. So like I yeah. never know how it, I never <laughs> I, I never know how it's gonna go. Like right. I don't like I try not to get my hopes up in either direction. Like the like the only literal only thing that I have the power to do is to exist as I am and where I live right. and hope that that matters to anyone, I you know? Definitely matters. Well, it, I hope. It's definitely, all right. Now, <laughs> I just want to say, if you ever want a guest on your, you know, 
well-read tour. Would, I would love to do a set. I, I like, I love you guys. I think well, you're fucking great. Well, when we're to, in New York, please, by God. Oh, yes. I I want you to have a big Jewy Leslie on that fucking show. I would love please. that. Um, okay. So I always ask my guests two questions. Number one, what you do, we touched upon it, but, you know, I'm very pro mental health. I love how everyone's on the mental health bandwagon um, now. But I have, I remember, this is my favorite mental health story. I once did a benefit for the, what is it, NSA, I don't know, the National Association of, for Mental, whatever. I used to have it memorized because I did a promo video for him, but yeah. I can't think about it. And I, I, I did a live show and I got on stage. I said, huh, I have OCD, clinical depression, and ADHD. And they started clapping. I go, oh my God. <laughs> This is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. um, what what do you do for your mental health? Because are you on meds? Do you what? Not do you yet. Do? I'm I'm a I'm, I'm I'm about to I'm about to be and start that process. Have I've you been ever doing, been on? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, oh no, I was God, on. Can... I, well, well, for my ADD, they put me on Adderall, but that's just meth. That doesn't help me. Like that that made me worse. That made my anxiety worse. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'm doing now what I call like, so I've, I've also been like getting more physically in shape, but before yeah. I started lifting weights, I told my trainer, I said, I need to get in shape so that I can get in shape. If that makes sense. And I'm sort of doing the same thing with my brain before I go full on and change. And I know this sounds stupid, but I'm taping a special in two weeks and I haven't wanted to do anything drastically changing to my life because I didn't right, want to, of course. Yeah, and like, I know that I, I know that it will help me and I will be better. But I was like, I can't have my system thrown into shock right now because I got a lot of shit going on. Right. But it is uh, medication is something that I'm definitely going to look into um, right now. It is a, I'm trying to meditate, breathing. I've been exercising yeah. a lot. I stopped. The drinking. exercise is Helps. so it fucking does. important. Like, like I would so never important. tell somebody like, Oh, all you need to do is exercise. That's not true. But right. I try to say this to people all the time. I'm like, they're, it's not your fault and exercise won't help you, but you do need to put yourself in the position to win. You need to do everything that you can for yourself. You still, you still can help yourself out. And for me, it is eating better, exercising, taking a walk in the, in the park when I get yeah. upset. Um, oh, yeah. and just, and Sunlight. just that constant yeah. mantra of just like, Hey man, to, just remembering I'm trying now when something, when I have a really, really good day, I try my best to like save, store in file. Right, 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 right. You know, remember. And like, sometimes I'll even write that shit down in my phone or take a note and then I'll get up. And when I'm feeling bad, I'll look at it and I'll just be like, you're right. You're right. Yesterday was awesome. Nothing happened between yesterday and today. Not one thing happened. So it's just your brain. So it is just your brain. You know that it's just your brain. Now that doesn't stop my brain from being my brain, but it helps me go just fucking fight it out. You know what, Corey? Like if it's a day, I have a lot of shit to do. I mean, the reality is I still got to do all that shit. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But if it's Which a day is that kind I, of always kind of better when you have a it, lot of shit. It, to it, do. it yeah. really, it really is. But if I don't have a lot of shit, I'll either try to invent something or I'll, or now I will go, you know what, Corey, you work in, you're a writer and, and you, you, you're trying to work in television and you're writing shows and stuff. It is part of your job to watch TV. Therefore it is okay. If you lay under a weighted blanket all day and watch Dr. Right. Day. That is fucking fine. Right. That you're not being lazy. It's totally okay. Right. Go fucking make yourself a bowl of chicken soup and just lay your ass here. Maybe have a coffee and I, I maybe in an hour you'll be okay. And a lot of times right. I, I I am, I can talk myself right. out of it, but like it's, but that's still, I, I have to go into every day like a 
like, like it's a battle, but right, it's one same. that I, but I'm willing to fight it now. Whereas used to, I was just like, meh. Right. Um, you can always call, I'm giving you my number cause we need oh. to communicate, but Please. you can always call me. I call, I text, well, Gull, I text Goldman when I have a bad, like I, there's people. I love I Gary. Gary's reached yeah. out and messaged me about all this stuff before. Yeah. And he's been, and, and he's also one of those dudes who like, yeah. you talk about it. You talk about an idol when he, he reached out to me after I made a, a video one time and I was just like, buddy, I, you, you have no idea how much this means coming from you. Yeah. Like, he's the best. He's the, the best. best. The best. So I, I, um, count me in on that. And if you ever are having a bad day and you're making a video, let's do it together because okay. I do it. I feel the same way and it'd be yeah. nice, you know? Okay. So, and I can also help you with meds because I've been on every fucking medication. Oh, good. Ever. Um, Okay, and my last question, you know, I call the podcast Kill Me Now because I get annoyed at everything, as do you, like to the point of a thousand percent. So my final question is, what pisses you off more than anything in the entire, that makes you fucking crazy? Man, that's good. Uh, it's a, maybe not one specific thing, but something that we've covered a lot yeah. on this show already, which is just the, um, number one, that, People assume because of my accent, I'm stupid. I, I can't stand that. Um, I also, right now, the thing, and this is just like, this is a thing that's a very me problem. I can't stand the fact that people think that you can only be one thing. Right. And that, and that's really bothered me lately because I've always been like, my, my, my number one idol of all time is Mel Brooks, which is why Blazing Saddles is behind me right, right now. I've been fortunate enough to have dinner with Mel. He's a great guy. Oh, wow. That's uh, great. Yeah. Matt, his his son, Max, and his wife, Michelle, are friends of mine. And But the, re the reason he's been one of my idols is because I've always considered, I love, stand-up comedian is my first passion, but I've also, he's always said, he's like, I'm not a comedian. I'm a song and dance man. And right. I've always felt that way because I like doing other things. And I, sometimes I like being serious and I want to release a, I want to release a, a book of short stories that aren't necessarily comedic. And I want to do fiction and nonfiction. Right. And I, I want to do this, this, and that. And some people really have a problem with that. They're like, no, we like you for this and therefore don't do any of these other things. Oh, fuck I, you. No. I, not even just me on a personal level. I see them doing it to other people too. You know, right. I, I see them when I, when I like an artist, but that artist kind of deviates from something they normally do. And people have really, they have problems with that, that they don't, they don't allow people to be three dimensional beings, whether it's in art or whether it's in their personal life. And, and that's something that I, that really, really pisses me off uh, when when people don't understand. They that pigeonhole because they can't, I can't stand think that. outside. I, I, same thing. And you know I, what? My entire career has not has been doing other shit. Yeah. That no one has expected me to do. Yeah. Like I did Shakespeare in the Park for the. That's, that's awesome. You know, I mean, it was the fucking greatest, one of the greatest yeah. experiences of my my whole life. Um, yeah. No, don't ever fucking listen. That pisses me off too. And that's all yeah, about that me. person. It's about for that sure. person who's for saying sure. it. For Fuck sure. For sure. But mainly, but it's it's that, and that's probably more personal to me, but like it's that people thinking that I'm from the South means I'm dumb. And also probably the most important is the continued stigma of mental health and people yeah. who just cannot stop themselves from saying, suck it up. It's not real. Right. And you're just a pussy. And because I think of that person, I feel bad for them because half the time I think, I bet you, you, you're, you suffer from it. <laughs> you oh know? yeah. Absolutely. And this is just, and what you're saying to me is what your dad yelled at you. Yeah, yeah. And you're not helping anybody. And, and I fucking pray that something bad don't happen to your kid. Like right. if they, that they suffer from this, like I just can't stand the, the, 
just knee jerk reaction we have to think that everyone's bullshitting about their problems. That and really also, you know what? It's called a feeling, and if you're afraid to have them, then you're, yeah. fu- you're I don't know what your fucking life is, you right. fucking asshole, motherfucker. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I hope today is better now because it, it is. You got, you've you've made it better. You're you're fucking great, and I want everyone to follow Corey Ryan Forrester. Thank you, Judy. Please on Twitter and Insta. <laughs> do you do t- the tick? I do the tick oh, yeah. mainly because it's a new thing and we yeah. as comedians are required to do all the new things. I know but and I fucking hate it so I much. have said that's I, my hate. Every time yeah. a new thing comes out, I go, please God, let me get mega famous before the next new thing yeah. so I don't have to do it. Do it. I know. Yeah. But I, I loved it when we didn't have to do it. You had to just be a good comic. and Yeah, I mean, I, I, when I first started doing comedy, YouTube literally was, had just been launched. Right. So there was no even... there was you didn't even have the thought of i need to do another thing it was just like hey fucking do this oh fucking pain in my ass um (laughs) you are the best i can't when are you coming to new york because i want to see you i don't know it's not scheduled uh nothing's on the dates right now i'm taking some time off this summer to travel because i'm writing a new book uh it's a travel book Oh, and that's great. Yeah, for, for my good friends over at HarperCollins. And uh, so the, the, uh, I may just end up coming to New York just to hang, not even to do a show. Hey, just like, can- hey, I need to come up there and say hi. Hey. All right. Well, you're going to hang with me, bitch. Of course I am. All right, good. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to part two of Kill Me Now with the incredible Corey Forrester. I love him. Uh, Kill Me Now was produced by Laura Vogel, edited by Colin Schmeling, and would not be possible without the help, love, dedication of Brittany Joe Sowards. And of course, you. You, the listeners. I love you guys so much. Please, if you haven't already, left a review and um, subscribed. Like, really. Like, I need you. I'm begging you to do that. Five stars. Five stars. My Uber rating is going up. I think people misunderstood me. And now I just act really polite. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, hello. How are you? I love your car. So now I think my rating's going up. FYI. If you live in Indianapolis, I'm just letting you know, or near Indianapolis, I'm going to be in Carmel, Indiana on uh, January 15th, this Saturday, at the Carmichael Hotel, which houses Feinstein's, which is a beautiful cabaret. If you're in the Carmel, Indiana area... Uh, I just want to sing Carmel, Indiana, Carmel, Indiana instead of Gary, Indiana, you know, from The Music Man. Okay. Anyway, I hope that's from The Music Man. Oh, it's from The Music Man. Oh, no, it's from Guys and Dolls. I don't know what the fuck. I can't think. Anyway, so January 15th, Carmel, Indiana. Get your ass there. Uh, And I'll be performing in New York the following week at Gotham Comedy Club on the 19th at Homo Comicus because I'm a homo. Also, I just want to say... You got to follow me on Twitter and Instagram and the TikTok at Judy Gold, J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D. I can't thank you enough for listening. Like, I love you guys. I love you. Let me tell you something. I make no money off of this podcast. In fact, I lose money on this podcast, but it is a labor of love. And I, I love, if you're still listening, I love you the most. I just want you to know that. And yeah, that's it. I don't even know what else to say except, uh, Can you fucking believe this goddamn virus has not ended? I can't fucking take anymore, okay? But it's going to be over soon, right? Right? Uh, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Wear a mask. Get boosted. Get 
get boosted again, get boost, get a fucking booster seat that you sit in. Boost it, baby. Uh, wear that fucking KN95. And uh, hopefully I'll see you soon. You know what I'm saying, baby? All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as we always say, so long. Take my cup, not if they follow.